Good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham, and it is the Joe Cunningham Show. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise. You've made it to the end of the day. Now we've got to get you home with your wrap-up of the news and analysis of the day, the type of stuff you don't get anywhere else. That's all right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL, brought to you by Service Chevrolet, right around the corner at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. Go check them out there or online at servicegm.com. So much to talk about today. There's a lot of stuff in the national news. However, I want to talk some state gossip, if you'll allow me. So there is talk right now that our congressman, Congressman Clay Higgins, is exploring the idea of running for Senate against Bill Cassidy. To me, it's a very interesting proposition. More than likely, Clay Higgins can hold his current congressional seat as long as he wants until he decides to leave it. Um, he is very popular in his district. He is not at risk of losing it. I think the most recent election more or less proved that. Higgins can hold on to that seat as long as he wants it. But can Clay Higgins win statewide? I think it's an interesting concept. Now, no doubt there will be other folks moving into that particular race. So in 2020, no, I'm sorry, 28, was it 20? Was Bill Cassio? Is it 2026? I think so. His current term, yeah, his current term ends January of 2027. So 2026 is the next election cycle for Bill Cassidy. It's worth noting that Bill Cassidy looked like he was going to be bowing out after this term. He got reelected in 2020, immediately turned around to vote to impeach Donald Trump after running as a pro-Trump Republican in the statewide Senate race. He's been on the outs with conservatives, but it's noteworthy that there have been PACs that have been running ads touting Clay, uh, uh, Bill Cassidy's record. There's been uh, his, his allies, his friends have been putting out ads saying, thank you, Bill Cassidy, for voting for this, or we need Bill Cassidy to do this, or Bill Cassidy says he'll do this, and These are ads that are meant to remind folks that Bill Cassidy is a thing that's happening to us, and he's a great conservative guy. This is the same Bill Cassidy that voted to impeach Trump, um, went out and touted Joe Biden's um, infrastructure plan, was called out on not knowing what was in the bill by by our our broadcast partners at at Keele and Shreveport, Uh, That was a horribly embarrassing interview for Cassidy there. I don't know that Cassidy can win statewide right now. He's trying, he's clearly trying to rebuild his conservative credentials. Now, interestingly, Cassidy said when he first ran, he only wanted two terms, 
2026 is the end of the second term. And it now seems like he wants to run again. And there's this talk now. People are making the moves to establish a Friends of Clay Higgins or Clay Higgins for Senate, you know, these these groups. Higgins' power base is Acadiana. I don't know if it translates statewide. Bill Cassidy is going to run for re-election. He would not be running these ads. These PACs wouldn't be running these ads unless he's... I mean, I got a robocall the other day from an outside group. Uh, And it was apparently doing polling, I think, probably for Bill Cassidy so he could have an informed opinion on what he should do on a certain bill that was going before the Senate or whatever. Um, you don't run those types of things unless you're considering running for re-election. They wanted him to run for governor. He didn't. Um, but I don't think he can win state right, statewide right now either. I suspect that Garrett Graves is going to try to run. Garrett Graves is on the outs with leadership in the House of Representatives because his buddy Kevin McCarthy is no longer in power and is, in fact, leaving. I would imagine Garrett Graves is looking at Cassidy's Senate seat as a potential move, especially since he was planning to make a run and then Cassidy decided to jump in and endorse Jeff Landry. That kind of scuttled that, so he backed out. I don't think Graves has many friends in Washington, D.C., to be honest. So who else? Maybe some folks at the state level, legislators, uh, representatives, senators from across the state, maybe looking for a way across. Moon mentioned this morning Scott McKay was with him. John Bill Edwards is out of office now. He was term limited. He's no longer going to be the governor of Louisiana. Democrats don't have anybody else in the state. Why not take the former governor who won twice in a Republican state and run him for Senate? And what if John Bill Edwards were to accidentally back in because Republicans are, are at odds with each other? I don't know. These are all very interesting questions. But it also has some impacts in our congressional races because let's, let's say Clay Higgins runs. Let's say Clay Higgins, up for re-election in 2024, wins. He's in that seat until 2027 when the next person will be sworn in. He could be sworn in again. What if he decides to run for Senate? What if he decides to run and then doesn't win? Who takes who who would be running for Clay Higgins' seat? I've heard some names. I know some groups are making moves. It would be very interesting to see who in Acadiana can take Clay Higgins' spot. I guess that's what I want to ask y'all. If, if you're using the KPL News app, do you think Clay Higgins could be a U.S. senator? Do you think he could win statewide? You can call in too, 232-1542 if you want. But do you think Clay Higgins could become a U.S. senator? Do you think Bill Cassidy should remain senator? Who would you choose to run for Clay Higgins' seat if Higgins ran Senate? These are all interesting questions. I don't have answers. I know the gossip, but I don't have answers. Would love to know what you guys think. Let us know through the KPL app. 
We're going to take this break back with the Joe Cunningham Show in just a moment. But first, we do have our J&J Pest of the Day. Well, let's go to Los Angeles. I mean, Los Angeles in general could probably be listed as a pest of the day just because. But let's look at Los Angeles because we've got some ceasefire activists, some pro-Hamas activists in Los Angeles. They shut down the freeway in the City of Angels that trapped kids in buses, trapped drivers on the highway. They were not happy, caused some major traffic issues in Los Angeles. So these people who are blocking down the interstate, the freeway in Los Angeles, just to support Hamas and terrorists, that makes them our J&J pest of the day. Brought to you by J&J Exterminating, Louisiana's largest independently owned pest control company. You can find them online at jjext.com. Well, I appear to have gotten y'all's attention. Because y'all are calling in, or not, well, we had one person call in during the break, couldn't stick around, they were driving, which I'm thrilled with that caller for making the responsible decision and getting off the phone while they were driving, not sticking around for the few minutes that we were at break. Uh, that person said, vote for any anybody other than Psycho Bill, look at the voting record, look at the vote to impeach Trump, all that sort of thing. That That's a big thing about voting for Cassidy. You're voting for a lot of bad votes if you vote for Cassidy. I will not be voting for Cassidy. I'd, I'll say this. I didn't vote for Cassidy against Mary Landrieu. I voted for uh, Rob Manus, who at the time, uh, Red State, who I was who, who I was writing for and I'm still writing for, Red State had endorsed Rob Manus. Um, since then, Rob Manus has lost his damn mind. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's rather silly, some of the things that he said recently. Um, I, I don't know what his end game is anymore. But at the time, Ross Manus, Rob Manus was a, a fairly good conservative guy that we were supporting at Red State. So I, I voted for Rob Manus in that first one. Uh, lots of comments on the app, though. Paul, noteworthy guest. Call or noteworthy caller to the Moon Graffon show. Also listening to this show. Thank you very much, Paul. Uh, we'll vote for anyone but Cassidy. Gladly vote for Higgins. Graves is a deep state fraud who doesn't stand to prayer. That's Paul in Bozier. Uh, we got Max on the app. Um, uh, yes, I believe Clay Higgins could win if he ran for Senate. Um, have another one, Ryan here in Lafayette. Cassidy is a rhino. Of course, Higgins can be a senator, and Josh Guillory should run for the House. It's a very interesting one. I'll have to ask Josh that the next time he's in. So you guys heard Mayor President Josh Guillory uh, on the show on Monday. Uh, I've, I, we, we've worked it out, and even though he is going to be leaving office, Josh Guillory is still going to come in and and uh, be a guest of the show every now and then. We're, we're working on kind of a monthly deal. Um, I... I've talked to him, and we're tentatively going to have him on with me the day of the Iowa caucus, where there will be plenty of things to talk about going into the Iowa caucuses on Monday, January 16th. Can you believe that we're already that close to the first electoral event of the presidential cycle? It is That's a little over a month away. It's incredible we've gotten that far. Anyway, if you want to send again, if you're just if you're just tuning in, the question asked: Could Clay Higgins win the U.S. Senate seat? Should Bill Cassidy remain a U.S. senator? 
And who should run in Higgins' seat if Higgins decides to run for the Senate? All interesting questions. I would love to know your thoughts on it. Y'all have a lot more faith in Higgins, and it's not anything personal against Higgins. I'm not sure how Clay Higgins translates outside of, of Acadiana, outside of his district. He may very well translate well across the state. I don't know. It, it, to me, it's kind of an unknown right now. We're in a very weird time in the state of Louisiana, but we'll see. I, I think it's a very interesting question. I think Ryan's suggestion of Josh Guillory running for Higgins' seat is also a very interesting question. Uh, maybe I'll text Josh that later. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's a fascinating case study about how much things can change in local and federal politics at the same time just with one person making the decision. If Clay Higgins, if Clay Higgins runs for Senate, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of familiar names in Lafayette looking to run in that. And that's just in Lafayette. Remember, it's, it's a big district. There's lots of folks from all over, but I bet there are some fairly recognizable names in the Lafayette area alone that would be looking to run for Clay Higgins' seat. We have Ron in Lafayette who uh, sent a message to the app. Cassidy, no. Josh Guillory, yes. Would rather have Higgins. That's the message. But this is, I mean, this is still a ways away. This is 2026. We haven't even gotten to 2024 yet. And there's a lot of moving parts in the 2024 aspect of it well, as, as well. I don't think anybody's running against Clay Higgins in 2024. I don't. I, I, I think 2022 is pretty much proof that there's not much of a chance for anybody to beat Clay Higgins. You can amass all the names and all the, all the money you want. Clay Higgins is just too popular in his strongholds in this district to be able to lose right now. It would take, as the old saying goes, uh, a, 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 a live boy or a dead girl. And I don't think you're going to find that with Clay Higgins. Anyway, let's take a break. We've got more of the news of the day to talk about, plus your calls, your comments on the app, all of that and more here on the Joe Cunningham Show. 232-1542 is the number. Use the KPL app chat as well. Got your commodities report next and more right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number or use the KPL app chat like so many others have already today to let your voice be heard. Now, again, meant to do it in the last segment. I just got so excited reading your comments. I forgot to mention it's the five o'clock news cruise and it's brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer. I'm talking, of course about our friends at Service Chevrolet Cadillac. And tomorrow evening from 5.30 to 8, you can take the kids over and have a fun family evening for their Merry Christmas extravaganza. 5.30 to 8 tomorrow at Service Chevrolet, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey. There's so much that's going to be going on. The Polar Express screening. So that movie will be screened right there at the facility. That will begin at approximately 6 o'clock. You can find a cozy spot. There will be complimentary uh, popcorn and hot cocoa. There will be train rides, whimsical train rides around the dealership for the kids. Uh, Cookie decorating. There will be photos with Santa. A wonderful Christmas 
celebration with the kids at Service Chevrolet. $5 per child, 100% of the proceeds will be donated to Acadiana's veterans, supporting those who have served our country with honor and dedication. Go have fun. A Merry Christmas extravaganza, Service Chevrolet Cadillac, tomorrow night, 5.30 to 8. Now, keeping on real quick with the last one, because some more comments have come in. Ryan, who uh, who sent a message earlier, sent a follow-up. Clay Higgins is exactly the type of senator we need. This country will not uh, survive if we keep electing typical politicians. We need more firebrands, i.e. Chip Royce, Higgins, etc. Those who are there to get along and toe the line will destroy the country. We need more backbone. That's a general sentiment I'm getting from a lot of you. It will be interesting to see how it develops after 2024. Now, I want to move on. It is interesting to me that the House Republicans voted unanimously a little while ago to authorize an impeachment probe into Joe Biden. Interesting for a couple reasons. I sparked some irritation not too long ago when I questioned whether or not the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden should have, if the impeachment of Joe Biden should happen right now because the Republicans barely have a majority in the House and there's no shot that an impeachment trial would actually happen in the Senate. Irritated a lot of y'all when I asked what the point would be. I'm not against it. Just want to know what the end game is. You guys should expect that from me by now. I, I want to know the end game for the things that we're doing. However, I think what's notable is that the Democrats have made such a rhetorical push saying even members of the Republicans say there's nothing there. So why are they doing this? And yet every Republican voted unanimously. Every Republican voted. It was unanimous to launch this impeachment inquiry, this impeachment probe. I don't know that that would have happened before this morning. This morning, Hunter Biden had been subpoenaed to go testify in a closed-door hearing to the House Oversight Committee, and Hunter Biden showed up to Congress and held a press conference outside and attacked the committee's Republicans and then promptly ignored the subpoena. He is all but invited a... uh, He's all but invited... um, a contempt of Congress charge. He'll be held in contempt of Congress. Uh, He is ignoring the law. I'm old enough to remember when Trump supporters ignored congressional subpoenas, it was treason. The Democrats said so. It was treasonous behavior. It was cowardly. They were clearly hiding something. It was illegal. They needed to be taken to jail promptly. And not a word from those same Democrats on Hunter Biden's act, uh, antics. Kind of curious, isn't it? Not really. They don't care. The Democrats don't care about their own hypocrisy here. That's, that's a... 
I expected, and a lot, I think most legal experts were expecting that Hunter Biden would show up and he would just plead the fifth. Every question the committee asked, he would plead the fifth. And then he'd walk out of there and he'd have a moral victory. He didn't say anything to him. He defied them. He did not say a word. But no, instead, he went and publicly and defiantly refused to obey the congressional subpoena. He's going to use this to try to play the victim card and talk about the mean old Republicans coming after him and his daddy. I don't think that works out well for him because here's what Hunter Biden's doing. Hunter Biden is drawing this out. There is enough polling data to suggest that a lot of Americans, Democrats included, think that there is a little bit of a there there. Maybe Joe Biden didn't do anything illegal, but Hunter sure did. And Joe Biden maybe in some way had benefited from it or at least indirectly benefited from it. Maybe he doesn't know that he did. But there is enough polling data to suggest that a lot of Americans don't like what Hunter Biden has done and don't like the way his father is handling it. By refusing to go and just plead the fifth and not answer any questions, Hunter Biden is drawing this out. He is keeping this in the public eye because it doesn't matter how many friendly media outlets write about Hunter Biden standing up to the Republicans. What every American is going to read when they get the headlines from the media is Hunter Biden didn't obey a congressional subpoena. And because of that, now there's going to be a contempt of of Congress charge and there will be more legal drama. And there will Merrick Garland has to Merrick Garland has to with the same fervor that they went after Steve Bannon. And I don't disagree with the idea that they, they should have gone after Steve Bannon. If you are in contempt of Congress. Yes, you should be charged legally for it. You don't need to stand up there and take and make a political statement. You go and you you just plead the fifth. You don't answer any of their questions, but you show up. And Hunter Biden didn't. Hunter Biden is trying to make himself the martyr. But in this case, I think it's going to backfire because it extends the problem that Joe Biden is having. He's having a problem on all fronts. He has a problem with immigration. He has a problem with foreign policy. He has a problem with the economy. He has a problem with his son. He has a problem all over Israel Hamas now. There was an interesting uh, piece at Politico this morning. Let me find that real quick. If the election was today, said a Delaware state uh Said a, still, said a Delaware state representative, if the election was held today, I, would not, I wouldn't be voting for Biden. I wouldn't be voting for Kamala Harris. I wouldn't be voting for Donald Trump either or whoever the Republican nominee is. I'll be voting for a candidate for governor. I'll be voting for myself for state rep. She added that there is still time for Biden and Harris to get her and others who feel the same way back on board, but she warned that the fear of Trump alone won't cut it. This is a pro Palestine pro-Hamas state representative in Delaware. And she and other pro-Palestinian activists are now thoroughly done with the Biden administration. So that is yet another group of progressives 
who want to turn and walk away from Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden apparently knows this because his statements today are the harshest he's made on Israel yet. Joe Biden offered his strongest uh, criticism of Israel by claiming the country is losing international support as it continues to purge Hamas from the Gaza Strip. Biden went after Netanyahu personally, claiming he is the leader of, quote, the most conservative government in Israel's history and who doesn't, quote, want anything remotely approaching a two-state solution. Which is pretty funny because at this point, Hamas has also proven they don't want a two-state solution either. Only ignorant people in American foreign policy believe that a two-state solution is possible. But Joe Biden is now turning against Israel, too, because he and his party really and truly fear they're losing the Muslim vote. They're losing the activist Muslim vote. And again, the party that lives by identity politics dies by identity politics. Identity politics was great for making sure that black voters voted for you and Asian American voters voted for you and Hispanic American voters voted for you and, uh, and Muslim American voters voted for you and LGBT American voters voted for you. But when you start favoring one group over another, when you start to have this tiered hierarchy of what is and isn't, uh, what, what, who is or isn't oppressed based on how white they are and other factors, when you start listening to one group over another, you start alienating groups. And that's what the Biden administration has done. And Hunter Biden's just going to complicate it. Extended legal issues for Hunter Biden will continue to cause him to cause his dad, Joe Biden, problems. Now, before we take a break, I do need to let you know, if you go to SeizeTheDeal.com, there are some great deals for you over there. Pizza Amore in Karen Crow. Love that place. My kids love that place. You can go to SeizeTheDeal.com, and for $7.50, you can get a $15 e-voucher to Pizza Amore. Guarantee the kids will love it. You should go to Seize the Deal and look and look for that deal. Fantastic opportunity there. Or one hour of all access unlimited play at Epic Entertainment. $25 will get you a will get you that one hour of all access unlimited play at Epic Family Entertainment Center. All that and more at SeizeTheDeal.com. Go over there. Look at the deals available. You are not going to regret it. Let's take this final break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. It is the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the KPL News app if you want to take part in all the talk. A uh, shout out to uh, Paul, Steve, Ryan, Ron, uh, Curtis, all of you who have used the app today. I love having these conversations with you on the app, but you can also call in. It is your five o'clock news cruise brought to you by service Chevrolet uh, over at 1212 ambassador Caffrey. They uh, are thrilled to have them as a sponsor of the show. Love, uh, Love service, love, love what they can do for you and your family, your automotive needs. If you could just go check them out, servicegm.com. They get new inventory daily, new and used cars right there, all sorts of services right there uh, at their facility. I, 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 I got to tell you, it's worth the trip over just to see what they have available. 
Now, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I sound this way, but I know I feel this way. I'm 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 worried that some point this week I'm going to lose my voice. I I feel the annual plague in the back of my throat. That scratchy feeling that I'm getting the sore throat. I it it feels like my voice is starting to to sound that way. It may not to y'all yet, but it, it, I think it's coming. I, uh, it, this is the annual Christmas plague for us, for my household. Every time there is a significant and long-term change in the weather from summer slash summery fall to winter, I get a sinus infection. Now for the last two years around Christmas time, I got COVID right before we were supposed to go to Natchitoches to see family for Christmas. And so we didn't go because we have family members who uh, have some comorbidities, some other things. We, we just didn't want to get people sick. If I'm getting sick now, though, I'm really, really hoping that means I won't have anything come actual Christmas time when we go to Natchitoches. But if you guys don't hear me, Later this week, it's because whatever's happening, the drainage or or whatever sinusy stuff is happening right now, that's what happened. So I'm letting you know now I can feel it. I, I know this feeling and I know that my voice is going to go out at some point. Hopefully, I get to spend the rest of the week with y'all and then just be sick this weekend. Anyway, you guys have a great one. I'll talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, email Joe at redstate.com. You can find the podcast is going up shortly. Leave a rating and a review for the podcast if you get it through Apple, Spotify, wherever. Help the show grow. Have a great evening. Talk to you again in 23 hours.